The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. And today, our episode is titled, Magical Awakening. Isn't that fun? You are just going to love the show today. My special guest today is Brett Bevel. And Brett is the author of several books. He's a Reiki master. He's a winner of the 1995 Paul Lawrence Dunbar Poetry Prize. He has done so many things, and I just can't wait to share him with you. He's an energy healer, and we are going to learn about magical awakening today and very powerful style of energy healing. And to start with, uh, Brett, I want to say welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you're so welcome. And, And I would love if you would begin today with sharing a little bit of your history and what brought you into Reiki and into Magical Awakening. And then just start, break that down for us and and, and start sharing on what Magical Awakening is. Sure. So, yeah, my, my inroad to the world of energy healing began in the early 1990s. Uh, I was living in New York City at the time and um, had a an infected wisdom tooth, and I didn't have a lot of money, so I, I ended up going to the NYU Dental Center, basically, which is where you know they're training students to become dentists. And the student who was working on my mouth was extremely rough with me. Uh, and after that uh, traumatic event, I probably looked like I'd been in a boxing match with like Mike Tyson or something. Like my jaw was incredibly swollen. I was in a lot of pain, and I went home. Um, uh, and I happened to have the good fortune of having a roommate who happened to be a Reiki practitioner. And even though he never talked about Reiki, I had no idea what Reiki was at that point in time. But when he saw my face, he immediately offered to do a session on me. And when he put his hands on my face, I felt a connection to something that felt much larger than him and much larger than me. And perhaps most importantly, much larger than the pain that I was experiencing. And it really allowed me to fall into a place of surrender and grace it alleviated my suffering in a profound way. So, you know, right after that experience, I was really excited to learn more about what this thing called Reiki was. And um, shortly after that, I ended up getting uh, my first degree initiation from a Reiki master named Elka Petra Palm, who I believe still teaches in New York City. 
And um, she was a member of the Reiki Alliance, so very sort of traditional in her, her training. And then, you know, a few years after that, I got my second degree. And then by 1995, I got my my master level and just felt very, uh, so drawn to the energy because I felt, um, again, that sense of, for me, I often describe Reiki as an energetic embodiment of divine grace. And so I just had that sense of, like being held by the universe when I was doing self-treatments and felt so much healing happening in my life, the deeper I began to go into that journey with Reiki that uh, I just loved it. And eventually I moved to San Francisco. And while I was in San Francisco, I actually had uh, the good luck there of doing some uh, Huna shamanic studies with a man uh, named Jack Gray, who was very, very old and very, very short. He kind of reminded me of Yoda in some ways. And uh, the interesting thing about him is he was, again, he was actually quite old, and he had actually known Hawaii Takata, again, the woman who brought uh, Reiki to the, to the West. Mm-hmm. And in my studies with him, and again, I wasn't studying Reiki with him. I was studying uh, shamanic healing. But in my studies with him, you know, he would often teach me these different techniques for connecting with my higher self. And I began to explore that um, in ways that sort of it also fused different Reiki practices with that. And so that became the subject of my first few books about Reiki, sort of these higher self Reiki techniques that sort of widen the spectrum of possibility of what one can do with Reiki. And so, again, that, that deepened my journey with energy healing. And then eventually uh, I began studying uh, in, the, in around 2003, I began studying uh, something uh, called Vortex Healing, which is another wonderful energy healing system uh, founded by a teacher named Rick Weinman. And in that system, there's a very strong connection with the energy of Merlin. Um, and when I got to the fifth level, which is a 12-day training on the island of Mallorca in Spain, um, I had this amazing uh, mystical experience that uh, where in the background of everything I would look at, I would just see this sparkling, trickling white light just trickling around everything. And the best way I can describe it is if you've ever seen the film The Matrix, it was kind of like, you know, those ones and zeros that trickle across the screen of The Matrix, except it wasn't ones and zeros. It was just this sparkly white light. And I had this knowing that I could access this light and that I could empower others to this light and I and to work with it. So I began working with this system and developing it. And, it, and at the time, I was a little confused because it was happening right after uh, a Vortex training. And so I ended up talking to the woman who empowered me to the first four levels of Vortex, a beautiful healer named Alexandra Marquette. And I asked her to, to kind of tune in with me on this. And she said, you know, what you've been opened up to is not Vortex. It's something a little similar, maybe a little more playful, a little more feminine. And she goes, you're supposed to really develop it and work with it. And so it's it's developed in this beautiful system that I call Magical Awakening, which is just very playful and lovely, and which my new book, The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing, uh basically explores the first three levels of this system. And uh, there's eight, the eight levels overall and also a ninth teacher level, level. But in the in the book, The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing, you can actually learn the first three levels. Oh, I love it. And I have to, I have to say, Brett, when I read your The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing, I just, I felt your energy. I just felt your energy. I was like... Oh, I, it just made me so excited to have you on the show. It's it's a great book. Oh, well, thank you. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. And isn't it 
Isn't it fantastic, Brett, how shamanism and other modalities all work with Reiki? I mean, there is just so, so much out there. Yeah, they just all sort of interweave in such a a magical and, and beautiful way. I mean, I really... Um, I was just emailing a friend actually earlier today, um, you know, about how beautiful it is that there's so many healing possibilities that are available to us at this time. And it's not like you have to just do one thing, that you can do a lot of different things. And they often complement each other and sort of feed off of each other and empower each other to, uh, you know, sort of like the more, I often think of it as as being in a a large buffet line where you have a lot of different options. You know, uh, you don't have to just eat one thing. So it's it's kind of nice. You know, we live in a very magical time. Yes, I love that. And tell us a little bit um, about, you know, the various levels. You mentioned the book is the first three levels. Tell us a little yeah. bit about what you mean by those different levels. Sure. So in the first level, uh, you become empowered through the book. Uh, and the book has some very magical energy in it, and so the book can empower you to the first three levels. The first level activates uh, what is called the three cauldrons, which in ancient uh, Celtic shamanic practice were these three primary energy centers in the body, one at the area of the navel, uh, one at the area of the heart, and one at the area of the crown. Uh, the one at the area of the navel flows a very hot, fiery light that I call dragon fire, which is really good for just burning away anything that's negative in your in your energy field. Uh, the one at the area of the heart flows a beautiful, restorative, nurturing, healing energy that I call the grail, which I really feel like accesses that energy of the holy grail. And the one at the crown flows an energy of deep spiritual wisdom and awakening that I call Arthur's crown. And so in the first level, you just learn basically how to blend and work with these three energetic possibilities to do self-healing, also healing others. And you can actually even send it distantly just at the first level in this system. And then at the second level, uh, it becomes much more playful. Uh, You receive another empowerment, again, which you can get through the book. Um, And that empowerment activates uh, the energy to be able to come through your fingertips, uh, basically primary elemental energy, so the element of earth, air, fire, and water. Also, a fifth element comes through that I call the mists of Avalon, which has one purpose, which is to take you deeper into that sense of connection to divine mystery. Uh, But a really beautiful thing about this is that you can also, at that level, uh, access different energetic signatures of any subsets of those elements. So what I mean by subsets, if you think of the element of Earth, for example, you know, certainly that element, you could use it to help somebody uh, feel more grounded and more centered. But you could also run a subset of the element of Earth to be a particular gemstone, like, uh, you know, or a particular crystal, like rose quartz or malachite or, or even a particular healing herb or even a particular healing power spot on the planet. Um, so, you know, when you think of all these different energetic subsets that you can get into, literally it feels like you have the energy of everything at your fingertips. Oh. And at that point, it just becomes this, uh, the way I uh, explain it in the book, it feels like you're in this energetic jazz improv with the divine, where you're just literally li- going into a place of deep listening and playing with all these different energetic possibilities that can uh, literally flow through your fingertips and can be quite powerful. At the second level, you also get an energetic tool that I call Merlin's Wand, which gives you command uh, of the elements through just a shake of your wrist, but also gives you uh, the ability to command the energy of the three cauldrons just with a flick of your wrist. 
And uh, that Merlin's wand becomes more and more important as you go into the higher levels of the system. And then at the third level, uh, you receive another empowerment through the book, and you learn how to access that divine sort of light called Excalibur, which is very, very powerful and very, very good at rooting things out at the at deep karmic level. And you also get an access to something that I call the magical jewels of the grail, which aren't really energetically jewels, but they look like jewels when I, when I tune into them. But what they really are are like little bubbles of divine consciousness that you can put either yourself or an organ system or a situation into so that it sort of energetically opens and expands and rebalances in that space of divine consciousness. So the book takes you through different exercises to play with all these different energetic possibilities. Again, it's a very playful uh, form of energy healing, and that's one thing that I really love about it. Um, again, there are levels beyond the first three, but the first three is what uh, what are explored in the book. Oh, I love it. I love it. And uh, you mentioned karma. And, you know, people, there's always a lot of talk about karma. How mm-hmm. how can this energy work? What really can they, how will that assist them with their karma? And what would a goal be with that? Yeah, so, um, so the way I think of it is, you know, karma is, you know, it's just that, I, I often think of it as kind of like the energetic residue of our past actions and how that's held in our own energy field. You know, and there's some, obviously there's some good aspects of karma that you wouldn't want to, to release necessarily. You want to, you know, really reap the benefits of that. But in, in certain cases, let's say, you know, maybe lifetime after lifetime, you've repeated a certain pattern of feeling victimized. And so that energy of being victimized is being held in your karmic body. So in this system, you could use the electricity the caliber energy to help deeply release that energy of feeling victimized so that you no longer carry that sort of pre-programming in your life. And once that, uh, that program has been released from your karmic body, you can then operate from a place of true freedom as opposed to operating from a place of compulsion to keep, you know, setting yourself up to, to fail or to be victimized. Um, and again, that's just one example of how it, how it can work. So again, the, the Excalibur energy works very well on releasing things at the karmic level. It can be, can be used for other things as well, but it's really a, a very powerful and, and wonderful tool. Oh, how fantastic. And something that that I personally love and find fascinating and, and you mentioned in the book is using energy and changing the energy in the room. I mean, I am just always so in awe of how bright, beautiful, and loving a room can be can become when we, you know, yeah. play into that energy. Yeah, and I think that's very important too because, you know, uh um I, I think it mentions in the book that I that I work uh, at the Omega Institute, which is a beautiful you know retreat center in Rhinebeck, New York, and um, you know we have thousands and thousands of people who come here each year doing deep workshops. Sometimes those workshops are bringing up you know deep emotions such as grief and other other things that people are processing and working through. And so when I do my group healings on the staff each week, I also send energy to just clear the campus and clear the buildings on campus so that that you know, energetic stuff from all that workshops isn't just, you know, sitting in the land and in the walls. And you can really feel a difference after after those kinds of healings happen. You know, the, the energy on campus feels much brighter and just much more joyful. And so I love, um, you know, working with the energy in a space, in a room, in a house, in an apartment, 
and even just on the land, working with the energy of the trees and the plants to just, you know, clear and, and have everything at its brightest and highest potential. Oh, I just love that. That is so beautiful, so powerful. And um, take, take a moment, if you would, Brett, to let the listeners know, share your website, how they can contact you if, if they want more information. Sure, sure. So my website is www.brettbevell.com. So basically that's brettbevel.com. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. Uh, feel free to, to like my author's page, and I often post a lot of uh, free healings uh, through SoundCloud. So SoundCloud is kind of it's kind of like YouTube, except it's an audio as opposed to a video. And so if you go on to SoundCloud and just type in my name, Brett Bevel, it'll take you to my profile there, which has almost uh, three hours' worth of short, free audio healings if you want to just sort of explore a little bit more about uh, this system. It also has a few Reiki healings on there as well, but mostly uh, Magical Awakening Energies are on there. And you can just kind of listen to the audios and receive some energy healing and get a sense of what the energy is about. And from there, decide if you want to uh, move forward and, and buy the book and learn the first three levels. Oh, my gosh, that is so cool. I am going to check that out. So yeah, please I'm- do. Oh, I love it. I love it. And on that note, everyone, um, we are going to pop into a commercial, but when we come back, Brett is going to lead us through a short healing session. I'm so excited. I'm just so happy to have you here. So everyone, we're going to pop out for a moment. We'll be right back. Brett, we will be back in just a moment. All right. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's health and wellness channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. On Therapeutic Approach to Growth, host Brooke Wagner showcases topics and experts that are of interest to the special needs community. You'll learn about advances in treatment, challenges, and solutions, as well as how to build and maintain trusting relationships with these amazing individuals who can teach us so much about ourselves in ways we never knew. Tune in to Therapeutic Approach to Growth, live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. 
everyone. Welcome back. And if you are just joining us, I am here today with Brett Bevel, uh, an amazing energy healer, teacher, author of multiple books. And we are having so much fun today. And when we left the last segment, I mentioned that Brett is going to lead us through a, a healing session. And I am so excited, Brett. Thank you so much. So yeah. welcome and... Thank you for the opportunity to share this. I really love uh, doing these healings. And so what I want to say to everybody who's listening is, first of all, you know, these healings, uh, even though this is going to be a short healing, just about five minutes or so, they can still often go pretty deep and sometimes even, you know, alter our consciousness. So, um, you know, make sure that you're not doing something else like, you know, cutting vegetables or, uh, you know, doing anything where you, you know, need to have your your uh, focus all on one thing. Uh, so I suggest you either, you know, sit down in a chair or lie down. Um, and then once you've done that, um, you know, we'll just give you a few seconds to, to get situated into a, a nice, comfortable position. And again, this is just going to be a short sample healing. Um, and uh, so we're just going to go, I'm going to go ahead and start it now and just let the healing uh, begin. So just sending some energies out to everybody who's listening uh, to this radio program. And um, I'll talk a little bit through the healing. So basically, um, what I'm doing in the healing right now is sending uh, some higher level uh, magical awakening tools that allow uh, the practitioner to create different uh, sacred geometry energetic structures uh, in a person's uh, energetic field. And so basically, what I've done is sent out uh, the best, uh, highest uh, sacred geometric energetic structure for each individual here, and I just leave it up to the divine to determine what that structure will be. It may not be necessarily the same for each of you. And we'll just let that settle into your energy field and just let yourself feel whatever uh, energetic movement happens from that. And for some of us, it may affect us more on the physical plane or more on the emotional plane or the spiritual plane. Uh, just let it do whatever it needs to do. And again, it may do something slightly different for each person. And then as that's moving, um, I'm also um, inviting in some element of Earth energy uh, to sort of replicate uh, 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 an energy that I call healing emanation, um, which is uh, if I was to do it in person, I would actually do a laying on of hands uh, of this technique, uh, but distantly we can use the element of earth to just sort of replicate my hands uh, on each person's sort of belly area, just doing this uh, healing emanation process. And the healing emanation process just helps to work to sort of elevate that divine presence that already exists within each all, each of us, and we'll let that just sort of move through and and do whatever it needs to do for each of you. Just let that energy flow and move. And then I'm also going to bring through one of my favorite energies to everybody as this process is going on. And again, uh, just to explain this, a lot of what I talk about in the book is something I call layering, where it means that uh, several things are happening at once. So, you know, for all of you, there's the sacred geometric energetic structure that's there. There's the healing emanation that's happening. And then I'm also bringing through right now some mists of Avalon energy to everybody, which again just helps 
connect you again deeper with that sense of divine mystery. And that's often a nice way to kind of uh, bring a short healing to a close, is just to leave you with that sort of sense of connection to the divine. Um, and then just for the last uh, last portion here, I'm just going to put everybody uh, into the Grail Cup for integration, which again is a technique that's taught in the book. There's a way that you can literally bring people into that Grail Cup in the center of your chest, and that helps bring about a, an integration process for them uh, at the end of a healing. So uh, some of you, you know, may find that at the end of the healing you might feel a little. Uh, still a little um, slightly altered consciousness sometimes happens with this. Some people might even be a little sleepy or even more alert. Uh, again, the the actual impact on each person is going to vary depending on whatever needs to happen uh, in, in the short time of the healing. So hopefully you, you enjoyed that. Um, and again, these techniques, uh, you know, some of what I was doing was beyond what you would learn in the book, but certainly a lot of what I was uh, sharing right now, you could actually learn how to do yourself uh, from the book, The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing. Oh, thank you so much, Brett. That was absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, and I, I would like to ask you, you mentioned vortex healing and when i hear the word vortex i think of like sedona arizona is mm -hmm. is that what that connection means is that like a picking up on the energy of the planet yeah not in this instance i mean that certainly the the word vortex can be applied to a lot of things especially in the world of of energy and energy healing but uh specifically you know the the vortex healing uh Modality that was you know founded and brought through by Rick Weinman. Um, what they mean by vortex is that at the first level, when you're empowered in the system, there's something created in the area of your heart chakra that they call the vortex wheel. And oh. if you could see it, it would look like a little vortex or like a little tornado of energy that sort of reaches through into a divine healing realm, and it pulls energy from that divine healing realm out through your, uh, the area of the center of your chest, and then it sort of spins out down to your navel and then out uh, to wherever you're sending the healing. Uh, again, I'm not a teacher of that lineage, but it is a really uh, beautiful system. Uh, but it's not, it's not exactly the same thing as like the vortexes in Sedona. That's just a, uh, just a, different, um, a different form of energy, which is still beautiful in its own right. Oh, how beautiful, how beautiful. And this energetic magic and this awakening, can can anyone awaken to that and connect to that? Is that open to everyone for that possibility? It, it, it is open to everyone. The, the way I think of it, though, is like, um, you know, specific in terms of my work, and I, I don't want to speak for Rick Wyman, but I, you know, just from what I you know, have learned studying with him, uh, you know, that, that there's often that sense of an empowerment that's needed, just like is in, is in Reiki. You know, there's that sense of an initiation or an empowerment. And the, the analogy I often use is, is you know, a sort of an energetic software that's being downloaded into your into your energetic field, you know. And, uh, um, you know, even though we're all sort of capable of being able to accept and integrate that 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 download, we still need to have the download happen. <laughs> 
So again, in Reiki, that would mean you would need to get, you know, attuned to Reiki. Um, you know, in, in Vortex, it would mean you would need to take a, a Vortex uh, training with one of their teachers who would then empower you to the Vortex wheel. In Magical Awakening, I often, you know, teach workshops where I do the empowerment in person, but I was also shown uh, by Merlin how to actually do that through a book. So what the book has are different sort of touch screen images where you literally, when you're ready to receive the empowerment, you simply touch an image that's on a particular page and the the download comes through the book into your energy field and literally rewires your energetic system that way. And it, you know, it sounds a bit like something out of Harry Potter, but it's really actually quite effective. And, uh, um, so again, anybody can, can get there, but, uh, to really be able to truly access the energy you do need to have the empowerment on some level. Yes. Yes. And I was going to mention, you know, those symbols that, that you touch in the book that that really is amazing that that is fascinating yeah and again that was something uh, you know it's kind of funny because uh I, I love my job here at omega institute and um that came to me actually when i was taking a shamanic uh workshop with alberto vivaldo um and uh, during that workshop, uh, we were doing a shamanic journey. We were supposed to go on a shamanic journey to something traumatic in our childhood. And as I was going on the journey, you know, it's a bunch of us in a workshop and the drums drumming and we're all going on our journey. And as I was going on the journey, I literally saw Merlin, uh, you know, come to me in the journey. And he's like, you can go to your childhood if you want to. He goes, or you can come with me. I'm <laughs> So I went with Merlin, and I was shown uh, this sort of energetic, magical device uh, that I could literally put into the book uh, that would allow it uh, this magical ability to empower people uh, and to do all kinds of wonderful things. There's actually there's something about the book that's not even mentioned in the book itself. I think it, it maybe seemed a little too far out for the publisher, um, who's a great a great guy, but I think maybe it just seemed a little bit too out there. But the, the, the cover of the book is actually energetically empowered, where you can also touch different things on the cover, and certain energies will just fly out at you. Um, you know, and so there's a, there's a YouTube video of me where I'm touching the cover and different parts of the cover and, and intending that the energy's going out to anybody who's watching the video. And again, that's a, a very effective. The, this form of energy healing is very playful. I mean, it's very, um, you know, just really kind of touches into that sense of childlike magic. And um, I often sort of explain it in that sense that I feel the real goal of this energy uh, system called Magical Awakening is to take us into that place of really accessing and playing with divine imagination. And when you get into that place, it's just such a creative place where you no longer feel like anybody is broken or needs to be fixed. You just feel like you're you're energetically playing with the divine. And in that process of playing with the divine, healing happens, but you're not trying to fix anybody. It just happens. Um, and it's a really beautiful way to approach healing. At least that's, you know, for me, it's it's my preferred modality. Yes, it, it's just beautiful. And, and it reminded me, you know, with with... Reiki healing and the sacred symbols, you just think that symbol, you know, and envision that, and you just feel that vibration. It's it's so amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just so fun. It's just so fun. 
Do you, listeners love stories, Brett. Do you have any inspiring client healing stories or anything that, that you've seen and witnessed and been a part of over the years that, that you would enjoy sharing with us? Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of my uh, uh, people that I work with are uh, in, in Hollywood. Some of them are screenwriters. Some of them are, you know, actors or actresses. And actually, uh, you know, Carrie Ann Anaba from Dancing with the Stars has publicly endorsed my work. Um, but one story that I have is not from her, but from another uh, person who's a screenwriter um, who, uh, when I first started doing sessions with her, she... Uh, you know, had just come out of a bad marriage and um, said she'd been in, in therapy for 15 years and, you know, had a lot of stuff, a lot of sort of baggage that was that she was carrying energetically. And um, after three sessions, uh, she quit therapy. She felt like she no longer needed to be in therapy. And she felt, you know, that, that so much had been released and moved through uh, on her emotional, uh, in her emotional body, that she just didn't need to be doing the, the 15 years of therapy anymore. And, um, you know, I'm still friends with her, uh, but, you know, she doesn't even really need sessions that much anymore. You know what I mean? We, uh, you know, we, we chat and email and Facebook, um, but it feels like after those three sessions, like she got what she needed, what she had been looking for for 15 years in, in traditional therapy, she was able to get in three sessions of magical awakening. So for me, that was uh, a really you know moving uh, story that I like to share, and also just on my own healing journey. I mean, I came from a very uh, dysfunctional um, childhood background, a lot of you know physical abuse, sexual abuse, just really. Uh, you know, difficult stuff. And even though I did for many years try my own uh, route with uh, things like, you know, traditional therapy and 12-step programs and stuff that I do believe helped on some level, but it wasn't really until I got into the world of energy healing that I was really able to uh, totally move beyond that. You know, it's funny because here at Omega, I'm often known for my very loud and boisterous laugh. And I think, you know, when I was a child, I was actually very kind of isolated and quiet and, you know, not at all smiling. And now I'm this person who's known for their loud, boisterous laugh. And so for me, it's just that shift uh, is something that I really credit mostly uh, to to energy healing, you know, magical awakening and Reiki and the other modalities that I've worked with. And the reason, the reason that I say that is because, uh, and again, I think traditional therapy was helpful, but, you know, in traditional therapy, there's, the, there's no real concept of those energetic cords that exist between you and maybe somebody who's harmed you in some way. And, you know, in, in the world of shamanism and in the world of energy healing, those cords to somebody who maybe you, you don't see them anymore, but maybe they harmed you 20 years ago, and that energetic signature, that energetic residue is still there. And so with energy healing, you know, you can clear that residue away. You can clean those cords of that kind of trauma, and then you're no longer carrying it with you. You're no longer carrying that energetic imprint around with you as you go about your life. And so for me, it was really able to completely, or and I feel I can honestly say that, that I've completely released that energetic signature of that trauma from my field. And, you know, I feel like I'm extremely happy and, uh, uh, you know, live a very vibrant life. And so, um, for me, I think, you know, the biggest story I have to share is my own. Oh, that is, that is beautiful. I love that. That, you know, and what an example 
you know, the change it made in you, you know, of what this connection and this energy can do. It's so amazing. I love it. And uh, I'm a, we do have to pop out for another commercial, everyone. Uh, before we go, I would like to mention to everyone out there, due to all the emails from my dear listeners out there asking for practitioners, recommended books, products, whatever, I've created a directory. And you can find this at lovereikiradio.com. So to all my listeners out there, feel free to, to check it out. And any practitioners or authors that want to have their materials listed on my directory, please check it out. We are all just a big team. And together we all just make such a difference in the world. So, Brett, we will be back in just a moment. Everyone, we will be right back. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki has an exciting offer for you. However you may know of Paula, you now have the means of exposing your business through Paula's massive following. Starting at a very conservative $29.99 a month, you can advertise your products and services on Paula's directory. Ask about the priority listing and see what additional perks you can take advantage of. Act immediately to be exposed to millions. To apply, go to lovereikiradio.com and look for the practitioner directory sign-up page. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. If you aren't tuning in to the Health Cure Show, there's something wrong with you. No, I mean there is really something wrong with you. Each week, host Nicholas St. John emphasizes one key word, prevention. What you need to do to stay healthy, and more importantly, how. You'll learn about fascinating research and new protocols for healthcare that you'll want to take back to your doctor, as well as share with your family, friends, and co-workers. Take charge of your health. Tune in Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am here today with Brett Bevel, and we are having a fantastic time learning about magical awakening. Brett, this I am just enjoying this so much. You are just a vast amount of information, and and I just love it. And something I would I would love to chat about is, I, you know, it's so intriguing how each one of us really is 
connected to the universe. We are all connected. We are all energetically connected. And, you know, and, and you mentioned in your book, see the universe as your playground. And I loved that. I thought that was so fantastic. Share a little bit about that, that kind of mindset with us. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, again, if we, you know, if we take this concept that is, uh, you know, really emerging now in a lot of, uh, you know, spiritual literature and in uh, a lot of, you know, energy healing, this concept of oneness. If we really are one with everything, that means that we're also, if you go deep enough into that and can surrender deep enough into that, you can become one enough to connect with, you know, the energetic signatures of everything. And so for me, you know, uh, if you think of, of the journey of life, you know, often, you know, often, yes, we may find healing from, from going to a healer, uh, and that certainly can be beneficial. But sometimes healing happens when you're just, you know, walking through a forest or when you're at the beach or when you hear an amazing piece of music that just lifts your spirits. And what I really love about Magical Awakening is, especially at that second level, is that you suddenly have all of those energetic possibilities at your fingertips. So maybe if you can't go to the beach, you can bring the beach to you or to the person that you're doing a healing on. Or you can bring in the energy of the redwood forest or uh, bring in the, you know, the energy of a, of a Mozart symphony. And, you know, there's one story that I want to share where uh, a couple of years ago, um, a student of mine was doing a, a healing on me, just sort of as a practice session. And at one point, um, I felt this amazing, just literally amazing heart opening happen during the healing. And I, I asked her later what she was doing. And she said, oh, I was, I was running the energy of the volcanoes in Hawaii. And, you know, who would have thought that, you know, that that's what my heart needed, but that is what my heart needed, you know, and it's not that I've ever lived in Hawaii. I visited there once when I was 16, but that was it. But somehow she knew by going into that place of deep listening and just sort of that place of deep energetic play with all the possibilities of the universe of knowing that that in bringing through the energy of those volcanoes that it would open my heart and it did so in such a beautiful and profound way and i often get you know similar feedback when i'm when i'm working on other people sometimes i'll be doing a session and i'll be just feel drawn to run the energy of whale songs you know and that that healing quality of the the sounds of of a of a great blue whale or i might feel uh, i remember one time i was actually doing a, a healing in thailand and there was this amazing rainstorm happening outside, and I thought, why not just bring the energy of all those drops of rain into the person that I'm that I'm doing this healing on? And it just had this amazing cleansing effect. So again, when you can just go into that place of deep surrender and playfulness, and not having to think about, oh, I'm trying to fix this person, just going into this place of playing with all the different energies that exist around us, and knowing that all of them hold their own medicine, their own way of bringing spirit back into alignment with us uh, in, in our own energy field. So um, that sense of play just opens up so many things. And when you're, when you're willing to kind of take that step into, uh, into a place of deep listening and just going with like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing to, to flow the energy of this plant or of this song 
or of this place on the planet, and not even knowing why or knowing what the result would be, but just knowing that in in that place of pure goodness, this energy, just like Reiki, it always works for the highest good, so it's not like you can harm anyone with it. And so when you just allow those possibilities to come through, it's just this beautiful, amazing, energetic dance, and it's really it's hard to describe sometimes, especially when you get to the higher levels, um, it can take people into such a nonverbal space. It's really hard sometimes even for the teachers to verbally communicate what's happening, even though we, we, we have a deep understanding of the healing that's happening, but sometimes it's just really hard to put words to because it's literally uh, so magical and so playful. And how fun that could be. Oh my gosh, just think at the possibilities. So basically, we just think about that, okay, I'm going to think about Niagara Falls, and I'm going to bring in that energy from that water, from those beautiful falls, and, and we can just bring that in and connect, correct? Yeah, you can just literally, you know, like I said, at the second level, you can just literally pull that energy mm -hmm. through your fingertips and into a room. And I, I don't think I've mentioned it yet, too. Not only can you send... Uh, this energy healing distantly, but you can also send it to a lot of people simultaneously. Um, so again, often here at Omega Institute, I do these weekly group healings with the staff, and usually it's me, and I'm working on usually about 20 people at a time. But there's been times when I've worked uh, at yoga studios and other places where I've worked on as many as, as you know, between 90 to 100 people at once. And you know, the, the beautiful thing about it is I don't feel drained because it's not my energy. So I just, yes. if anything, I feel replenished and more full yes. when it's a larger audience. And so, um, you know, it's just coming from divine source. So it's, it's truly, truly limitless and just, you know, flows in a, in a beautiful and powerful way. Oh, it just, it almost takes your breath away. It's just, it's just so beautiful. That is, oh, you, you are you are just a gift to us, Brett. I, I really appreciate you being here and sharing this. This is just so beautiful. And um, is there any any little bit of uh, beneficial health advice or tip that you'd like to share with the listeners that, that they can take forward with them today? You know, I will, and the, you know, I'm, I'm going to shift gears slightly because this whole time I've been talking about Magical Awakening and the Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing, and, and it's a wonderful book, and I all, you know, hope that you um, take the time to, to, to learn from it and, and delve into those three levels, which are really powerful. Uh, but in terms of a, a quick technique that you could take with you from this moment forward, I'm going to backtrack uh, to a previous book I wrote that came out a couple of years ago called New Reiki Software for Divine Living. And in that book, there's what I call Reiki affirmations, which are affirmations that are literally empowered with Reiki energy so that when you say them, they actually send you a little energetic Reiki, sort of sending it towards the goal of the affirmation. And so what I want to share with you is this one Reiki affirmation that any of you could say. So I'll repeat it a couple times. Feel free to write it down or to memorize it and take it with you. And I'll just repeat it a couple times if you want to repeat it with me. Uh, those of you uh, who are listening to this, please do. But I find it brings you into a place of really deep calm and peace. And it's very simply, I am one and at peace with all that is. I am one and at peace with all that is. I am one and at peace with all that is. And I find that if I'm, you know, if I'm in a situation 
maybe I'm driving a car and I'm not in a situation where I can stop and you know do a full energy treatment on myself. If I just say that that simple Reiki affirmation, it just takes my mind to a place of deep stillness and inner peace. And so um, I just thought that's something that I can share with anybody. And to use that that affirmation, you actually don't even need to be empowered to Reiki because that affirmation itself is empowered to Reiki. So. Uh, again, I'll repeat it uh, once more. It, I am one and at peace with all that is. So please, you know, share that uh, and use it, and um, I hope it brings you some peace. Oh, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. Oh, gosh. And I, I'm going to have to check that book out because that sounds absolutely fascinating, and what a great tool and, and something to have as a Reiki practitioner as well. But as yeah. you said, this affirmation, this is something that can bring something to, to everyone out there. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's great to know because not everyone is in a Reiki practice or is in a, in a place where they can receive training right now. And this is something that, you know, everyone can bring in and really change make a change in in their manifestation and their mindset because so many affirmations change our mindset don't they and mm -hmm. it's huge yeah i just absolutely love affirmations they are so fantastic um i would i would like to um ask you about uh the the fingertips mm -hmm. that I found so fascinating in your book. I'd just like to ask you one more time with that. Sure. We, we can, can we, we can direct the energy to come through our fingertips and we can use that like also if we're connecting with a tree or we're co connecting with mm -hmm. a river. So is that something that you can do even if you're not a Reiki practitioner? Can you, can you work with that kind of energy? Well, you probably can on some level. Again, uh, you know, in the book, you, you get a, a specific empowerment that, that activates that energy at the fingertips to mm -hmm. be able to access those different energetic signatures. Um, uh, but I remember having a conversation once with a good friend of mine, Mark Grossman, who uh, is an eye doctor but also an acupuncturist. He actually wrote the, if you've ever seen those those 3D magic eye books where you kind of look at the book and these uh, 3D images pop out. Um, but I was talking to him once about this, uh, and he's, he as an acupuncturist said that, that it totally makes sense because um, that the meridians in the fingertips, right at the end of the fingertips, is where sort of like yin turns into yang. And so there's this sort of transformational quality that happens at the fingertips where it would make sense that a lot of energetic possibility could exist there. So, um, so I'm sure on some level, you know, that there's energy there just naturally that we can all tap into. But certainly, you know, through the book with, with the second level empowerment and magical awakening, once you have that empowerment, literally you can run the energy of any plant, any herb, any crystal, any power spot on the planet, including healing, uh, healing waters like healing holy springs, things of that nature. So really, uh, you have the universe at your fingertips, quite literally. Yes, and we are down to just a few more minutes of the show, but uh, that brings up, you, you did mention in your book that 
magical awakening is a system of balance between the male and female and the yin and yang and that's mm-hmm. that's really fascinating to you know that's a very beneficial thing isn't it to just bring balance in that yeah i mean i i you know i really find that 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 sense of divine feminine nurturing energy is so important you know it's not just about you know releasing something that's negative but it's also about bringing in that sense of being held or feeling loved by the universe and so there's certain energies you know on on even at the first level the energy of the grail does that on a certain level and brings in this sort of deep sort of feminine nurturing energy and then as you get into higher levels actually at the fourth level uh, you can bring through the energies of the damsels of the whales or damsels of the wells which if you look into uh, the myths around ancient Avalon they were you know these these magical beings that always had whatever the traveler needed so if the traveler was hungry they had food if the traveler was thirsty they had water and so you can actually bring those beings into the healing at the fourth level of magical awakening as well as the energy of of lady of the lake and so there's this very uh deep reverence uh in this system for the the energy of the divine feminine and that that healing potential that happens there and of course merlin you know, is that magical aspect of the male that that's there? So it's this really beautiful balance, as you said, of yin and yang, and, and masculine and feminine. Just absolutely fantastic! I just, I just love it. Oh, this this has been such a fantastic show, Brett. You you shared so much, and we have about one more minute. Any any last words you'd like to put out there for the listeners before we go? Oh. Just, you know, um, you know, I always tell people just to be kind and gentle to yourselves. And again, if you want to explore this form of energy healing, uh, you know, the book is called The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing. Uh, it should be available pretty much anywhere that bookstores are hold, sold, but certainly on, you know, Barnes & Noble and Amazon and other sites. And also, if you want to just get a little energetic taste on a deeper level, uh, you can visit my uh, SoundCloud a profile that has almost three hours worth of free energy healings. They're they're short. They're usually you know five to ten minutes for each session. Uh, but you can just you know download, listen to any of those whenever you want to just have a little taste of energy healing. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Brett. And I want to well, say thank a big you. Th- you're so welcome. And a, a big thank you to our listeners out there, and and love, hugs, and blessings to all of you, and Brett. Love, hugs, and blessings to you as well. Oh, thank you. You too. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 